internet radio show making a world a better place one show at a time the george water jr show is now on the air take it away dad all right thanks everybody for tuning in to the george water jr show on blog talk radio broadcasting out of the city of chicago i'm here in my wonderful studio (laughs) it's looking better all the time 
and we do the show from here. And um, we've been doing it for quite a long time now, and it's been it's been a pleasure. I've enjoyed every moment of it. Uh, the ups and downs of it, you know, the positive uh, aspects of it and, and, and everything else. Because uh, everything actually um, rests on my shoulders. And I don't mind, you know, I don't mind that at all as long as I can uh, accomplish something. All righty. Uh, welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Blog Talk Radio. Um, it is, what time is it? 6.04 in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. PM, yeah. And uh it's dark outside, folks. It's really dark. <laughs> but but you know, it's nothing um uh nothing anything different. You know, it's just that uh, uh somehow I was surprised that it was had gotten dark and dark so soon and I realized it's it's a new year and uh you know in some cases the days are starting to last a little longer. Yeah. Um daylight savings time is uh a couple of months away. Am I? Uh, yeah, a couple of months away. I think March, maybe something like that. Anyway, I can't wait to. I I love it when the days are uh, are long. I really do. I mean, I mean, wintertime it gets dark at four o'clock, four thirty or something here in Chicago and and some other cities around America. That's too early, you know. Some people see some people when they see darkness outside, it's that's bedtime, you know. It's not. It's not. It's the, uh, hey, wow. When when is when it gets dark, that's when the fun starts, actually. So in some places. All right. Welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show. My guest, uh, the Marquis says, Kathy Takaro. She's been on the show before or she has um, uh, wanted to be on the show before. So we'll find out uh, uh, what she has to say. I'm probably She's probably going to be talking about a new book or something that's motivational. Motivational. Uh, on the George Wilder Jr. Show. That's what this show is all about, making the world a better place, no matter how difficult it, <laughs> it has gotten. You know, so, you know, we'll we'll see what that is, that that's about, if I can say it. Kathy Takaro on the George Wilder Jr. Show and commentary, as always. And, uh, you know, um, be nice to one another out there. You know, hate has no home here. It really doesn't. This this show, my show is not about hate. And I, and I said this a thousand times, I'm not a Democrat. Uh, I used to be. But, uh, you know, things change. <laughs> things really do change. But uh, I do see some things in a democratic way. You know, I do lean towards some of their policies. But, you know, I, I, just, I just can't see myself being a Democrat again, ever. Uh, independent. I'm, I'm like Bernie Sanders, even though Bernie Sanders, I criticize him sometimes, but I see myself as an independent because I, I want to be able to criticize both parties and not be uh, uh, de- dedicated or dedicated or um, concretely belonging to neither party, neither party. Because some, because in some essence, the Democrats they have some flaws too, you know. So welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show for the one hundredth time, one hundredth time. Uh, he has no home here. Be nice to one another. We all know that Republicans cheat, lie, con, bullshit their way into office. Basically, I'm saying, don't lose sight of their misdeeds and the misdeeds to win, win elections. 
I was talking about something like that yesterday where a judge in Pennsylvania struck down a Republican uh, 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 map. They want to try, try to change the map, the, the district map, change them around, gerrymandering uh, to try to elect more Republicans. It's uh, it's a short way of saying the Republicans want to cheat. They try to cheat and use the Supreme Court and to help them to help them to cheat. And the, the the Supreme Court wasn't having any of it, which is a that is a win for the people, for their right for their right to vote, for their right to uh, have their voices heard. And I've said this several times as we go on with in this new year, which is 2018, uh, leading up to uh, the midterms, November 6th, the Republicans are going to try all kinds of uh, shenanigans to try to suppress the vote, to keep you and me and the rest of and the rest of those wonderful Americans from voting. And we can't let them do that. We can't let that happen. So. I'm with you, and I hope you're with me, and I hope you're with the, and we're all, all with the, uh, the uh, level-headed and smart and intelligent-thinking Americans when it comes to uh, taking this country back, taking this country back from those who lie, cheat, con, and bullshit their way along, and care nothing for the American people who, who've given them their jobs. All right. Okay, let's move right along. This is the George Wilder Jr. Show. Let's move right along. All right, Mueller, Mueller, Bob Mueller probe zeroes in on Trump's inner circle. The special counsel team has reportedly interviewed the CIA director, the NSA director, and the director of national intelligence. They are coming after Trump. They are totally coming after Donald Trump, and he knows it, and I understand that. Donald Trump has agreed to talk to uh, Special Counselor Bob Mueller um, into the um, obstruction of justice, money laundering, and collusion with the Russians in order to become president. And this is <laughs> this is kind of uh, what I'm about to say. This is kind of interesting. Trump go under oath. And I'm pretty sure that the uh, uh, people in the White House <laughs> is surrogates, the people who go around lying for him, they must be livid. They have to be doodling bricks right now. They, they'll say <laughs> Trump going under oath after it's been proven that this guy has told over 2,000 lies leading up to his first year in office as president of the United States. So they're basically afraid that this guy is going to commit perjury. And because you don't know, nobody knows what Trump, what's going to come out of Trump's mouth. Nobody knows what he's going to come, what's going to come out of his mouth. But I, I, I will give Trump this. It's better to talk to these people than to dodge them. Because the more you dodge, the more you obstruct, the more the more guilty you are and more likely you will be indicted. Now, so that's a good thing that he, that he is uh, finally agreed. Uh, it took him some time because I think the first time he figure out, figured out that uh, Bob Mueller wanted to talk to, him, talk to him, the special counselor, he kind of backed off a little bit. He said he would, then he said he 
he may he might and then he said he would not and all of a sudden now he's saying uh yeah i'm gonna talk to uh the special counsel <laughs> and his backers uh the people in the white house his surrogates and his you know uh, i'm thinking um his chief of staff that loud mouth kellyanne conway did you see her on the chris como show she is just really really wild i mean she just talks out of her butt i mean she just she's just so unlikable she's sit, sitting there looking like frankenstein's daughter and she just blowing stuff out of her mouth not making any sense uh she's she sounds more daffy than uh uh huckabee sanders uh she is just awful as an inter- I'm surprised that Chris Como Cromo, if you know what I'm talking about, he's a he's a uh, cable talk show for CNN. Okay, he has a talk show and it's pretty good and I like him. But he lets he lets I I think he lets Kellyanne Conway come on come on his show, and she just takes it over, not saying anything, dodging questions, don't want to. She talks loud. She talks over him. I mean, the both of them talking at the same time. You don't know what, but but there's no doubt about Kelly and Conway is just change the subject, change the narrative, talk loud, talk loud over Chris Como, and she looks silly and stupid doing it because her words are coming out of her mouth, but the, but nothing is making sense, and she's answering no questions. You know what I'm talking about if you know. Kellyanne Conway, and she is awful, totally awful. She is one of Trump's surrogates. She goes out and lies for him and 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 cons, try to con con everybody. And I don't like the fact the way she when she goes on some of these shows, she's been evicted from a lot of these shows. A lot of these shows they don't want to hear her crap. A lot of these shows are saying that she has no credibility, and she doesn't because she doesn't answer questions. She gets on the show, talks loud. She tries to take over the show with her bull crap and they won't let her. And a lot of, a couple of shows have told her they, she cannot come back on their show. And if she ever offered to be on my show, it will be a no go. I'm not going to have them lies, <laughs> all those lies on this show coming out of her mouth. She is, she has no credibility. I wouldn't listen to anything she has to say. Anyway, let's get back to uh, Bob Mueller's probe zeroes in on Donald Trump's inner circle. The uh, special counsel team has reportedly interviewed the CIA director, the NSA director, and the, uh, okay, now he's ready to interview Trump. Okay. And uh, as CNN has it, okay, I do fear that even with all the true facts backed up by documents, real evidence, and stuff like that, that corruption in the Republican Party will keep prosecuting executions uh against trump and 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 all close him from happening i get so happy when new evidence is revealed but then see that republicans are determined to undermine all that is true about trump and i think that is totally true i think they're shielding him i mean 
they're shielding him, they're, they're protecting him, they're going out lying for him when this man should be thrown out of the office. He should have been thrown out of, thrown out of uh, office months ago. But the president's, but not the, but the uh, Congress is just complicit in all of this stuff. So uh, if once this investigation is over, I'm hoping to see more indicts, more indictments uh, coming out of uh, uh, the special counsel's office. More indictments because a lot of these guys are just thuggish, and and Trump is not the only one that's obstructing justice. You probably have Paul Ryan. There may be uh, Mitch McConnell and some more uh, Republicans uh, who are uh, protecting him, shielding him, lying for him. Um, uh, Mueller uh, trying to get him fired. I mean, the people at Fox are just pathetic. Some of the you, you wonder where they pull up some of these people to put on their show to lie through their teeth to lie through their teeth, you know, uh, uh, into, uh, as Americans are watching. I think a lot of people watch Fox not because they believe what's coming out of Fox. It's just amusing. It's a good laugh, you know, so they watch Fox anyway. Uh, Anyway, um, CNN is reporting that Trump... um, all right, uh, Kathy Tuco on the George Wilder Jr. Show. Takaro, I'm sorry, I mispronounced her name. Anyway, CNN. Okay, we're trying to pull it up here, folks. All right, there's, uh, anyway, okay, here it comes. It, it's coming, I know. I know a lot of people heard about that gymnastic doctor who's been sentenced to 42 40 to 175 years in prison, you know, for putting his hand where it did not belong. Anyway, Trump Trump says he wants to talk under oath. He wants to talk under oath. And, well, you know, let him talk on I'm, I'm pretty sure Mueller's going to ask some tough questions. And uh, let's hope Trump doesn't come up with, uh, you know, uh, uh, an amendment to the Constitution saying that he, the Fifth Amendment to the <laughs> Constitution, and uh, let's hope he doesn't have amnesia. Well, I can't remember. I don't know. Well, I'm invoking the Fifth, you know. So, um, but I got a feeling he wants to actually answer questions uh, into this thing because he, I mean, he said over a hundred times, "There's no collusion, no collusion, no collusion." But there is more to uh, the problem than no collusion. There's also money laundering. There's also obstruction of justice. So I'm pretty sure Bob Mueller, Mueller is, have gone through all of that. So let's see. Trump says he wants to talk under oath. Okay, Trump says he wants to talk under oath, talk to Mueller. <laughs> we'll do so under oath. So that means if he's under oath and he's, he's asked a question, and if he lies, that's perjury. And perjury is jail time. Donald Trump told, told reporters on Wednesday that he would talk to special counselor Robert Mueller under oath and look forward to, to the opportunity. But that, he, but that he will listen to the evidence 
of his lawyers. So his lawyers are are um, advising him, telling him him how to say this, what to say it. You know, you know that his lawyers are are, are giving him talking points. There's no doubt about that. I mean, they would not do this. It would not be done if they didn't give him talking points, telling him what to say, telling him what to answer to, telling him probably to take the fifth, you know, so he doesn't incriminate himself. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, make sure make sure that he doesn't have selected memory. If, if something he doesn't want to answer uh, and there's, Totally, totally lots of evidence saying that he should answer those questions. He can always say, I don't remember. I don't recall. Just like his, uh, just like Jeff Sessions. You know, I don't remember. I don't recall. I, 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 that could have happened, but I don't know. I, but you were in the room, sir. You heard the conversation. Yeah, I heard the conversation, but it was a conversation that I was not privy of. Someone said something. You know how they double talk and how they try to talk above you and try to not answer the question. But it seems that Trump made the comments to a group of reporters who were meeting with Chief of Staff John Kelly at the White House. I'm looking, this is Trump, quoting Trump, I'm looking forward to it. Actually, Trump said when asked if he was going to talk to Mueller. Here's the story. (laughs) There has been no collusion whatsoever. Okay, uh, I mean, you can probably count a thousand times where Trump has said there is no collusion whatsoever. But you know what? For Trump to say there's, it's not his to say that there's no collusion. It's up to the American people and the to say that it's no, the investigation is over. But he's, every time he says there's been no collusion, that's obstruction of justice. That's trying to tell the, uh, that's trying, that's sending a message to the, uh, FBI that to leave him alone, there's no uh, collusion. That's obstruction of justice. So, and he goes on to say, there is no obstruction whatsoever. I'm working forward. I'm looking forward to uh, uh, talking to Robert Mueller. This is Trump. And we who are Americans, we're looking forward to it also. You know, and I'm pretty sure his lawyers and his, as I've said, his lawyers and his surrogates are, (laughs) I mean, they're quaking in their boots, hoping Trump do not commit perjury. And uh, as we all know, he, there's always that uh, possibility. Trump, during his exchange with the reporters on Wednesday, said said his interview would be subject to my lawyers, but that he would personally like to do it. He personally liked to do it. Well, you know, that's, well, he should do it. And uh, if you didn't do anything, if there's, if you're innocent, as you say, as circuits say, then why would you have any, you know, fear? You know, why would Trump have any fear? But we all know that that's not right. And Mueller's going to have some tough, tough questions. I'm hoping he has some tough questions. And I'm hoping Trump gets caught perjuring himself. That's always that possibility. But we don't want to um, second guess anything here. We'll be right back.
that Robert Mueller, the special prosecutor, would love to interview Donald Trump about the firings of Michael Flynn, uh, his former national security advisor, and James Comey, the former director of the FBI. And that he would love to get these interviews rolling as soon as next week, if possible. Now, the Trump administration about a week ago uh, responded to Mueller's request for an interview with Donald Trump by just sending written answers over to him, hoping that that would be enough. They were essentially trying to hide Trump from having to go and talk to Mueller directly. Well, that didn't work. There's nowhere left for Donald Trump to hide. And if he wants to continue on as president, at least for now, he's going to have to go talk to Mueller. And considering that uh, reports are saying he wants to talk about the firings of Flynn and Comey, it is very likely that right now this interview would center mostly on obstruction of justice charges against Donald Trump. Here's what we know and what we still need to know about all of this. First and foremost, reports are saying that it is about the Comey and Flynn firings, and so that would lean towards obstruction of justice. A few other reports have said that it could also deal with financial dealings with Donald Trump himself, which would point the investigation in a similar, though slightly different direction. We do not necessarily know at this time what exactly he will be questioned about, but we do know in the last few days, uh, it came out that Michael Flynn, when he interviewed with Mueller, did not let Donald Trump know that he was going to do this. Uh, Flynn has now hired a lawyer who is notorious for making plea deals and working with prosecutors uh, to hand over evidence. So that's a plus on Mueller's side and probably a pretty scary thing for Donald Trump's side. And we also know that Donald Trump has allegedly had pressured the uh, uh, director of the FBI to fire uh, Andrew McCabe and uh, 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 Ray. I forget which way that goes. Everything's getting a little confusing at this point, but either way, that could also potentially be obstruction of justice. So... Mueller has a lot to work with at this point. Donald Trump has nowhere left to hide. His written answers recently uh, clearly were not sufficient for Mueller, or they opened up even more doors than Mueller thought that he had available. The bottom line is that Donald Trump is running out of room. He's running out of places to hide, and he's running out of excuses. And according to reports, even his top advisors are warning him that he could be walking right into a perjury trap uh, with the special prosecutor yeah, because he has exactly. no idea what everybody else has told him. Yeah. Again, that's how investigations work to see if you can catch somebody in a lie. And they're terrified that yeah. Donald Trump is going to walk right into a trap set by Mueller and end <laughs> up committing some kind of impeachable offense that has nothing to even do with the actual investigation and any crimes that may be uncovered there. Donald Trump may in fact commit a crime while talking to special prosecutor Robert Mueller. And to be honest, I think a lot of us are hoping for that. I think we want to see Donald Trump go in there, lie his ass off to a guy that can prove that he's lying and finally get a little comeuppance in his life. Because as much as this is about protecting the office of the presidency and protecting our system of government here in the United States by removing this corrupt individual, it's also about somebody who has skirted the law for 70 years of his life. Somebody who has committed acts so disgusting and so heinous that would have, it would have landed most people in prison. Yet he continues to get away with it. Robert Mueller could be the person to finally bring justice to the Trump family. And, as a side effect, possibly save the office of the presidency from...
Yeah, I totally agree. Thanks for that. The George Wilder Jr. Show has now arrived. More than 160 women say Larry Nasser sexually abused them. I'm talking about uh, the gymnast that 
were gold medalists, uh, silver medalists in the uh, you know in the Olympics. He, I, I'm pretty sure everybody's heard about this. This, but this guy, the judge, gives him 160 years, and his accusers were in court facing him. Wow, that had to hurt, you know. Uh, he was a he was a gymnast doctor, you know, and he got up to 175 years for sexual abuse. You know, he's a former USA gymnast himself, I believe. Uh, Lawrence Nasser was convicted of molesting athletes under the guise of giving them medical treatment. Uh, well, how many times have you heard that throughout your life? Some doctor, you go to see some doctor for a medical treatment or something or a physical and suddenly the doctor is going up your dress going going you know going where he should putting his hands where he should not be putting his hands saying they're diagnosing you they're trying to find out <laughs> when they're when they're actually getting their jollies off right but anyway he's got a uh, uh, 175 years in jail now the judge who handed down that sentence know that this guy is not going to live to see 100 175 years but i but i think she's actually trying to send a message but uh at any rate he will never get out of jail <laughs> he'll be 100 he'll be 102 uh <laughs> if they decide they want to uh, give him parole. So he's in a pretty bad way. I feel sorry for him. And all these women coming out, you know, 160 women. I'm going to get in trouble for this, but I do think some of them are probably, probably lying uh, to get attention. Some are not lying, but um, uh, some are exaggerating. You know, some are just uh, out there for the uh, notoriety. Then you got some uh, uh, Women who are who are uh, really 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 uh, hurt uh, because of this guy uh, mistreating them, uh, sexually assaulting them when they came to him, you know, for uh, treatment, medical medical treatment. So he may have gotten what he deserved. Okay, uh, I'm not I'm not taking his side. No way, no way, no how. I think he. If he did all of that stuff, he should get every uh, inch of every amount, of, do every amount of that that sentence that this judge handed down for sexual abuse. Anyway, uh, former uh, gymnast uh, Larry Nasser, who was convicted of molesting athletes under the guise of giving them medical treatment, gets 40 to 175 years in prison for sexual abuse. That's got to hurt. <laughs> that is really got to hurt. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. Be nice to one another out there, folks. It is, it is so uh, easy to be nice to uh, other people. You don't have to argue and all fight and and all that kind of thing. It's not going to get you anywhere. It's going to make life worse. And being nice to one another is another way of um, making the world a better place because that's what we want. We want to make the world a better place because Lord knows <laughs> it needs to be a better place. And that's, that's why we're here. That's President why the Trump George Wilder Jr. goes here. Star widow, Johnson, a liar. Congresswoman uh, that's why, uh, 
my show is here because we're going to make sure we're going to try and do the And activist uh, Tom Steyer is uh, back with an ad that he has uh, produced uh, calling for Donald Trump's impeachment. And he wanted to put it on a place where he knew that Trump would, would see it. And so, of course, he chose Fox and Friends. Uh, let's see what it looks like. He's brought us to the brink of nuclear war, obstructed justice at the FBI, and in direct violation of the Constitution. He's taken money from foreign governments and threatened to shut down news organizations that report the truth. If that isn't a case for impeaching and removing a dangerous president, then what has our government become? I'm Tom Steyer, and like you, I'm a citizen who knows it's up to us to do something. It's why I'm funding this effort to raise our voices together and demand that elected officials take a stand on impeachment. A Republican Congress once impeached a president for far less. Yet today, people in Congress and his own administration know that this president is a clear and present danger, who's mentally unstable and armed with nuclear weapons. And they do nothing. Join us and tell your member of Congress that they have a moral responsibility to stop doing what's political and start doing what's right. Our country depends on it. So if you thought that the president might not have seen that because he was doing some important government type stuff, you haven't been paying attention this year. Yes, he watched it, he immediately tweeted about it. Wacky and totally unhinged Tom Steyer, who has been fighting me and my Make America Great Again agenda from beginning, never wins elections, which is a direct response to the charges later, it's not. So look, he's pushing for that. He's, I guess, able to. I'm surprised that Fox actually ran the ad in the first place. Uh, I have recently read just this week that their ad revenue is down 17%. So it's possible that they, they can be less money. choosy about the ads. But Fox and Friends is a popular show, I think, at least in the White House. It polls very well. And um, so they decided to run that. <laughs> now, Fox and Friends audience was not happy. They were deluged with torrent, uh, a torrent of tweets and uh, comments on the, the articles about it saying that they had been taken over by commies and Jews and that's why they were doing this, that they were just in it for the money. Mm -hmm. And this, man, audiences really expect uh, consistency in a message because if there's anybody who has earned, for better or worse, protection from the charge that they're not sufficiently pro-Trump, isn't it Fox and Friends at this point? Like well, they've done nothing but help him and praise him for a year. But they run this one ad and people are leaving their show. They're not watching anymore. Yeah, I don't believe them anyway. Yeah, I don't so, believe them. Yeah, look, uh, th that's why they were probably particularly angry. They're like, this is a bubble. You're not supposed to allow mm -hmm. opposing viewpoints into this bubble. Yes. It really disturbs us. But people who huff and puff and say they're gonna leave, I mean, just check the comments below. <laughs> okay, they never leave. <laughs> they're like, oh, like next time. You do this again, right. but no, there's a lot of like, I'm gonna change the channel. To what? To reality? Like, good luck with that, buddy. I don't You're know, there's a so lot well. of new uh, right-wing channels. The hotel I'm staying at, there's there's really? so many new ones. Newsmax has a 24-hour channel, true. and uh, uh -huh. what is it, is it One America or something? OAN? Yeah, OAN, yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was watching it yesterday. That's true. I was like, uh -oh. maybe they're the friends of Fox and Friends, you know. <laughs> so I always wonder, I always watch Fox and Friends, I'm like, who are the friends exactly? <laughs> I, I know who friends? Fox true, is. Because all those who people are employees. Yeah, yeah, everyone's being paid to friends. Yeah. I think That'd be cool if there was a crossover with the actual show Friends. And, and like, <laughs> That's like what I always thought it was. Someone could web that together and like, like, let's have Fox and Friends, you know? Let's have, let's have Steve Ducey dating uh, somebody on that show. They, but they need the 
revenue. I mean, if they're going to keep on paying out, like everyone who accuses their their hosts oh. of, of sexual uh, assault and they have to silence them, thirty-two million dollars for true. Bill O'Reilly, man. You need the money. I get it, Fox. Um, but I actually thought that this was a pretty effective ad. I mean, he's calm. Uh, he is those blue eyes, those like steel blue eyes, <laughs> staring at you as the yeah. camera just slowly pans in. I thought it was effective. I just thought that the messaging could have been a little different. I think it could have just been like, Donald, seek therapy. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. we know you need help. We want to help you. Step down, buddy. You can <laughs> golf every day. You um, can do that anyway. So. Um, my, I want to get to Tom Steyer's message too, but for, first, I like Trump's message. Steyer, never wins elections. Good reason for that, never run for one. Yeah, over O. Okay, I assume that he means the money that he puts into elections. Yeah. Right. And of course, that's not true either. He's won, he's lost based on who he's funded. Anyway, uh, so. I think that the Steyer ad is is smart in a lot of different ways. Uh, they uh, they're going to rally everybody to their own side. It was smart to run it on Fox and Friends to get under, under Trump's skin, who is they, they know cannot help himself and yeah. will give you free publicity. Which is a tactic John Oliver's used a couple of times. He's run ads on Fox yeah. and Friends. Yes. And so really well played. Uh, I think it was super smart. Uh, they're going to get a lot of people on their side. Side and you know. And Steyer uh, is very wealthy, he's a billionaire, uh, he's a progressive. And he's not looking to take the money that he uses and create benefits for himself like tax cuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is not arguing for that, right? And so it's not out of self-interest, except for the fact that it, the main money that he spends is to try to uh, fight against climate change. So I guess he's got a conflict of interest because he'd like to stay alive. He's got an All agenda. Right. Okay. Yep. And he wants his kids and grandkids to have a planet. Can I play devil's advocate for just a second? Yeah. Like I, I, I agree with basically what what they said there, and certainly he's he's free to, if he wants to pay for an ad. You can pay for an ad, I guess. It happens all the time. Corporations do it. Uh, so, but it does make me a little bit uncomfortable that we have this class of people, and some of them are progressives and pro environment and all that, who are so wealthy that they can unilaterally just produce these political ads. And like I don't know that anything he said there was inaccurate, so maybe this isn't a good example for me to criticize. And I'm glad that Fox ran it, but it is still just more advertising coming from the direct point of view of a billionaire. Like I agree with this one, but yeah. that they can just like they could buy out all the ads sure. if they the want. The country is billionaire versus billionaire yeah. versus billionaire. We just have to hope that the right billionaire wins, well, and that's a shitty position to be in. Because of that subtitle in that commercial, we we know he's an American citizen. So. <laughs> Well, that was my favorite part. Yeah. American <laughs> citizen. I just love that. Yeah. So <laughs> like, just in okay. case you're worried, yeah, you can relax. All right. Well, look, this uh, be balanced here, and uh, I'll join the fray of uh, you know slight criticisms here. Uh, one is uh, American citizen looked really goofy. Totally yes. agree. <laughs> like, come on, dude. We, I mean, you could have wrote written Homo sapien, yeah. right? Like human being. <laughs> we know. We know. We know. Uh, it's like a way of saying not billionaire. Not running for office, okay. But let's keep it real. One day, Tom Steyer might run for office, okay, and he is a billionaire. I don't have any problem with billionaires doing the right thing. I love it. That's wonderful. Uh, he should give money to Wolfpack. He can't give money to Justice Democrats because they don't take uh, big donations like that. But he, but Wolfpack does. Go ahead. Is this um, part of the too, <laughs> too strong, too strenuous? <laughs> no, no. Okay, it's okay, got okay. Nothing to do with that. Okay. And look, anyway, he's going to run for office, and and a lot of people signed that petition. That's probably a good move too. I get it. Uh, so 
Look, overall, there's not that many people doing the right thing. He's doing the right thing. Yeah. I'll take it and run. I agree. Uh, yeah. and, and, and it's okay to put his message out. Um, and if he wants to spend all whatever he has, one point whatever billion, on doing great things, including in the media, including buying ads, I think that's actually lovely. Yeah. I just want to prevent uh, even good guy billionaires, like to John's point, of being able to buy elections. Yeah. Right. You know, and so and that's different. Here, he's not right now. There is no election. Yeah. He's he's not trying it's to influence issue advocacy. It, sort it of. is. Right. It is actual issue yeah. advocacy as opposed to. Hey, vote for X and don't vote for Y, yeah, which yeah. I think is is definitely different. And he should. My only last tiny criticism is speak up a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little too whispery. No, I like I'm, that. I'm glad you he like brought it. up like, more yeah. ominous. Okay, I'm glad he brought up the uh, you know the criticism of Trump's uh, you know irresponsibility in dealing with North Korea and the you know the threat of nuclear war. It's yeah. like because to me it seems like there's there's almost. No anti-war movement going on. Yeah, you know, people talk about all different issues, but when it comes to war, it's like almost nothing going on. And yeah. just painting Kim Jong Un as oh, he's the evil, he's the evil crazy one. It's yeah. like we're the only country to ever use nukes on anybody. Yeah. You know, and we did it twice. You yeah. know, and now they're already talking about tactical nukes. You know, these little nukes, more usable do. ones. Yeah, just you know, they won't cause much damage. Just yeah. tactical <laughs> nukes. <laughs> you know. yeah. Trump's, yeah, so Trump's it's, talking it's about that. terrifying. You know, well, and, and so I'm glad he threw that in there because it seems true. like that's not even in the conversation these days. Hopefully, if you scare people enough about the threat of nuclear war in this one particular instance, you can then build on that, that we shouldn't just get out of this situation, we should get out of the like decades long situation yes. where multiple people have access to enough weaponry to destroy the entire world. Let's not have that situation. Even if Donald Trump's not there, even if it's Barack Obama or someone who seems sane even, maybe they shouldn't have the capacity to kill every human that is, exists. Well, last thing is to just to double down on what Judah and John are saying. I, what, what I'm most concerned about when it comes to Trump is his mental stability in regards to North Korea particularly. And so, you know, impeachments, that's fine and it's a good strategy that, that they're pursuing. Uh, I think the 25th Amendment actually it should be incredibly rare, but this might be a rare instance where we should consider using it. Uh, and, and we even have a, a petition on that or a poll on that, tytnetwork.com slash 25th, because that he might not be stable enough. All right, this just in, folks. Trump shocked Brit, Britain. Brits by ordering to Theresa May to make people stop protesting against him. This is Donald Trump in a nutshell, <laughs> trying to make other world leaders when he comes to their country and they protest him, trying to get them to stop those folks from um, uh, their uh, constitutional rights. This this is their constitutional rights. He he can't stop people from doing things that are their constitutional right. He wants world domination. He wants to say, I'm Donald Trump. I'm king. I'm the emperor. I don't want people uh, protesting me. So stop it. What is she going to do to stop people from protesting? She can't do it. She can't do it. I'm pretty sure she's probably saying, hey, wow. You can and you can't make me do it. They, I mean, people protest Donald Trump all around the world, every country, every city, every state, every town, everywhere he goes. They're protesting him. 
And now he's telling leaders of those states, asking them to stop people from protesting him. What a, what a brain-dead idiot. This guy knows no bounds when it comes to stupidity, ignorance, nastiness, being mean and vile, and just a know-nothing about government. The guy actually thinks because he's president, he's king of the world. And the majority of these countries, they don't want, they don't want him there. There are so many countries where he uh, is not invited. They say, they even before he decides that he wants to go to some of these countries, visit some of these countries, they come straight out and say they don't want him there. And if he does decide to come and he's not wanted, they're going to protest him. There are going to be demonstrations out in the streets. He can't stop that. No leader can stop that if that's a part of those folks who are protesting, if it's a part of their constitutional right to do so. As long as the protesting is peaceful, what the hell is he doing calling for it to end, especially in another country against him? This guy, I mean, every day Donald Trump blows something out of his ass, and even he probably uh questions it if he can question anything at all uh the other day on the show i was saying that this guy has he has lied he hasn't been he's been in office a little bit over a year and it's been documented that he has lied to over two thousand times in one year it's documented and it's proven that this guy <laughs> and he's gonna go and majority of the people in in america we don't like him, okay? And a majority of the people around the world and other world leaders, they don't like him. Donald Trump just cannot uh, uh, talk out of his ass and expect everybody to jump. This is, what he, he, this is what he thinks. He doesn't think he's president of the United States. Being president of the United States, uh, according to the Constitution of the United States, means that he is a servant of America, as president of the United States, he serves, he, well, he's supposed to serve uh, America, the entire 50 states within the United States he's supposed to be president of. But, but, however, that's not true. Donald Trump is making money while being president, and that's uh, against the Constitution. He's making money. He's putting money in his pocket. He's putting our money in his pocket, taxpayer money. And yet this guy seems to be untouchable. He's only untouchable because we have a rogue Congress. They are aiding and abetting him. They are complicit in his crimes. Uh, when Bob Mueller uh, uh, finishes, completes his investigation, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of people, a lot of those crooked politicians in Congress, Republicans, they're going to be wearing handcuffs and leg irons also, being led out of the White House into the paddy wagon, along with, <laughs> along with Kellyanne Conway. I mean, I, folks, I saw her uh, earlier today. Uh, you know, she didn't make any sense at all. She was talking loud, fast. 
she was uh, talking over the Chris Como, her uh, uh, the guy who was asking all the questions and getting no answers. Uh, and I've said this several times. She is not credible. She's been thrown off. She's been uh, evicted from other uh, cable news shows and radio shows because she is she has no credibility. She has no and, and from what I was seeing and listening as she was sprouting all that garbage, the the woman is stupid. She she's stupid. I, I don't like saying that about anybody, but this is what I saw. Stupidity in her. And I was surprised that Chris Como Cromo, I'm assuming is a Democrat, would let her get away with so much of that garbage on his show. So, but that's him. Anyway, Donald Trump uh, is shocked, shocked Britons. He shocked the whole country by ordering uh, their leader to stop people from protesting against him. And this is on uh, on the computer. It's a report. It's raw story. So uh, this is a pretty good publication, a pretty good publication. Uh, it's not fake news. I don't think another thing I want to say about Donald Trump, I don't I I like so many other. Americans really don't like for him to say fake news. Uh, He's attacking our free press. Our free press is not fake news. The only thing is fake is Donald Trump. He's a fake president because he wasn't voted by, he wasn't voted in office by the popular vote. He was voted um, uh, uh, the electoral vote. And you can also say that uh, Russia helped him get elected. So if anybody's a fake president, Donald Trump is a fake president, but he wants to be king. He wants to be emperor of the world, not just America, of the world. But he can't be that because too many people around the world and too many other um, world leaders, they just don't like him. Period. So there goes his dream of being a dictator. Uh, for the world, most of these, <laughs> most of these, uh, majority of these leaders around the world, they're a hell of a lot smarter than Donald Trump, and they know it. And a lot of them look at Don, look at Donald Trump as being what he is—a racist, a white supremacist, a pathological liar, a criminal. They don't want that in their <laughs> in their country, and for him, the to tell other leaders from other countries to stop their people from protesting him is delusional. It's delusional. He doesn't go in any other country and tell them what to do. Who who the hell he thinks he is? He doesn't go in any country and try to tell them what to do. But he does. And he gets his ass handed to him for that. Uh, I, I saw this on uh, on Facebook, and I decided to go read the article. And as I said, it's from a reputable uh, news site, website, you know. So, and we all would like it if Donald Trump would stop saying fake news. He only says fake news when they print something about him or research something about it. that is true. Donald Trump doesn't like for these news organizations, the press. To print stuff about him in a negative way, that is true. And whatever he does that's pr- printed about him, even if it's true, it's fake. It's fake news. 
and and there's so much proof to to the story because there's clips and there's um you know there's video clips there's sound clips and doing things improper and it goes into the, they print it and talk about it suddenly it's fake news fake news fake news uh the media is the enemy of the american people the only enemy of the american people is donald trump we need to get rid of this fool um before he destroys america i don't think you know he, he destroys america and as the republicans in congress they're just a complicit to this if you if you uh, listen to one of these guys and girls in congress who are backing donald trump who refuses to do anything about this guy you know in some cases you really don't want to listen to them you know so anyway i just wanted to throw that out there i mean this is this is shocking <laughs> man and you think donald trump can call can call some names there's a lot of people out here who, there's a lot of people out here who hate donald trump's guts and and a lot of people criticize me for calling him names and all this stuff but there's a lot of people out here who name called a lot better than I do. They call them a lot worse things than I ever called them. I, I, I'm even shocked. But, this, but the bottom line is, is Donald Trump is not a beloved figure. He is not wanted. I mean, not, he is not wanted in America. I mean, he's got a few people who are, are going to kiss his ass, but majority of the people in the United States, they don't want that. They want to see that White House cleaned out. You know, they don't want Pence. We don't want Michael Pence. We don't want Mike Pence. But but if we can get rid of Donald Pence and get him out of there, too, who knows? Uh, this investigation might prove that they both might wind, end up getting impeached or locked up, one of the two. So we just have to hang in there. And no doubt about it, by um, November 6, 2018, we have to get out here and vote our asses off. We have to, We have to get out here in droves. You know, I know a lot of people don't don't uh, like to talk politics. That's fine. They don't even want to hear any ears and all that kind of thing. But um, this is your country. I mean, you're paying taxes. He, Donald Trump is pocketing and banking and, and, and banking your money, our money. And every time he goes to Mar-a-Lago to play golf, and that's about every day or every week, He's doing it on tax on our money, taxpayer dime, our money. His when he takes his whole family somewhere, they're going on our dime. So we have every right not to like it. But the more we don't like it, the more Donald Trump banks. He's not a good golfer. I've seen <laughs> I have seen his swing. He just <laughs> he's not a good golfer. But uh, there's nobody in the world who has golfed as much as Donald Trump. Wow. Anyway, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. Follow me right here on um, Black Talk Radio. Make sure you follow me. And uh, I've been here a long time, folks. And I've, I've, I've had followers. And I've lost followers. But that's okay. People are people. You know, every, everybody's going to complain about something. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, it's the George Wilder Jr. Show. Uh, on on Block Talk Radio, and I've enjoyed it. I've, I'm also on Facebook. I'm also on LinkedIn. I've, I've got I have several websites around the um, around the web. I'm also on Amazon. 
I got some pretty pretty good stuff up there, so check that out. Uh, stories, books, essays, you know, great stuff, you know. I wrote it. <laughs> uh, you guys check that stuff out, and, um, you know, and we'll see. And, and we'll just move on to the next. Uh, this is Keith Overman, folks, and he's n no longer uh, com uh, doing commentary, commentary, but he was a total asset. I mean, he did not like Trump. He just couldn't stand Donald Trump like so many other people can. And he, he, I mean, this guy really got into Trump's ass. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he's, at one point in time, he gotten on the Trump skin. But anyway, this is the last um, commentary and report that Keith Olbermann has done before he decided to retire, quit, or, or look for another job. I don't know. But anyway, this is Keith Olbermann, and he is as fantastic as ever, and he is on the George Wilder Jr. Show. I'm Keith Olbermann, and this is The Resistance. I am confident now, even more so than I have been throughout the last year, that this nightmare presidency of Donald John Trump will end prematurely and end soon, and I am thus also confident that this is the correct moment to end this series of commentaries. The important stuff first. There are seven routes in front of Trump. Each inevitably ends in his impeachment or resignation. The first, the likeliest, became a thousand times more likely with the Thanksgiving news of a possible deal between Robert Mueller and General Michael Flynn. As I reported here as long ago as April 4th, the most specifically qualified expert alive on the subject of prosecuting a president, my friend, the Nixon White House counsel John Dean, put it to me very simply. Mueller is not shooting down. Mueller does not make a deal with Flynn to get Paul Manafort. He does not make a deal with Flynn to get Jared Kushner. He does not make a deal with Flynn to get Trump Jr. Mueller makes a deal with Flynn to get Donald Trump. Period. The Flynn deal report suggests Mueller has completely assembled the backbone of his case and is now just hanging the meat from it. And just as importantly, if Flynn has merely considered a deal from Mueller, it almost necessarily means Flynn either doesn't believe he would get a pardon from Trump or that Mueller, as I've also reported here, has succeeded in finding a way around Trump's pardon power. And either of these near certainties spell Trump's doom. So that's the most obvious of the seven ways for Trump to go now. Mueller really will get him on Russia. It will be ugly and it will tear this country nearly apart, but it will be necessary. The second way is, as I've also repeatedly yeah, suggested here, that Mueller doesn't really need to prove anything about Trump and Russian sabotage of the election. There seems to be so much obstruction of justice from the firing of James Comey to the lies about Trump Jr.'s meetings with the Russians, that it's hard to pick out a key player in the Trump inner circle who could not be guilty of it. Trump could be impeached on just obstruction of justice and a few lesser charges. Nixon was about to be. Or there is a third way. We could be spared the trauma of a yeah, Russian impeachment a or an obstruction of justice impeachment we as we were spared it with Nixon. If Trump is smart or just sufficiently scared enough and he resigns, or if he isn't, those around him who could still sell themselves by selling him out will force him to resign. A modified version of this, of course, is the fourth possible outcome, that even if Mueller is months away from his denouement, 
the Republicans will impeach or remove Trump by spring purely to save their own asses. The state elections in Virginia and Oklahoma earlier this month show what could face Republican incumbents nationwide next November. Not only were Democratic victories overwhelming, but half of them were little morality plays. The 26-year-old lesbian beats the Republican in the district Trump won by nearly 40 points a year ago. The transgendered candidate in Virginia beats the guy who wrote an anti-equality bathroom bill. The boyfriend of a news reporter shot to death on camera beats the Republican pro-NRA candidate. I'll say it again. Richard Nixon was not forced out of office by Democrats, not really even by Watergate. Democrats controlled the Senate and the House every day Richard Nixon was president. They could have impeached him at any point. He resigned when the leading Republicans went into the White House and told him that not only would he be impeached and convicted, but he would take all of them down with him and they were not going to let him do that. So that's the fourth way out. Trump becomes more of an albatross to Republicans and, more importantly, more of a rallying cry to I Democrats. And the Republicans remove him before the midterms and then, boastfully, run for re-election on having removed him. The fifth endgame is the same thing, only faster. The Republicans around him pull off that palace coup that is perfectly legal under the 25th Amendment, and Mike Pence and Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell eject Trump by simply stating he is unfit and getting their majorities to agree he's unfit. And if you don't think Pence and Ryan and McConnell would do that, you didn't see Trump's crazy tweet about the Man of the Year Award or this thing in front of the Native Americans on Monday, and you don't know Pence and Ryan and McConnell. The sixth means by which Trump leaves early is, of course, that if the Republicans don't impeach Trump before the midterms, the Democrats will be able to, after the midterms, if Virginia and New Jersey yeah, and Oklahoma are yeah. indicators, the Democrats could take the House yeah. and might need as few as 25 vulnerable Republicans in the Senate to vote guilty to remove Trump from office. But now there is a seventh new path to destruction for Trump, and it has bubbled up from the sewer of his life recently. And even with how Teflon he has been on this particular subject, it seems hard to believe the dam won't break. His sexual conduct as not one snowball, but a decade's worth of them have come down that hill, wiping out all the sleaze bags and emboldening and empowering the victims. It seems impossible to believe that some claimant somewhere does not have tangible evidence against Trump and that they won't say to hell with it and break one of those non-disclosure agreements and Trump will suddenly be envying Harvey Weinstein. Trump himself inadvertently has hinted at this. The New York Times buried the lead on this over the weekend. But it reported that earlier this year, Trump told a senator that the Access Hollywood pussy grabber tape was a fake. And he has said the same thing, again, recently to a White House staffer. He's obviously trying to work the refs of public opinion in advance for whatever is coming next, yeah. from a woman here or from Russia. So, I don't see any way out for Trump. Seven freight trains rushing at him. He might avoid a few. He might <laughs> avoid six of them. He's not going to dance his way out from under all seven. And we, I think, should try to put ourselves in the mindset of those Americans who knew Richard Nixon was guilty as hell after John Dean finished testifying on June 27, 1973. But we're all left wondering if there would ever be a way to prove it. And we're left listening to a majority of the country saying Dean was lying and left watching nearly the entirety of the gullible news media saying, this was nonsense. Why would a president, even one as crazy as Nixon, ever do this? And more importantly, 
Even if he were somehow guilty, how would he ever be dumb enough to leave any evidence of his guilt? And 16 days later, it turned out virtually everything in the Oval Office had been taped. And the ballgame was over, even though it would last another 13 months. Well, this ballgame is also over. And I don't think it's going to last another 13 months. And so this series is over. This was intended as something All temporary. All right. Thanks, Keith. To- Take care.
long time ago The next woman that I marry She gonna work and bring me to go Have you ever been mistreated? All right, welcome back to the Father Jr. Show. A little bit of entertainment there. Um, what are we talking about now? <laughs> okay, let's see. All right, we're still talking about Bob Mueller zeroes in on Donald Trump's inner circle. Uh, I want to say something about the Women's March. That was January 20th. I think this is the second um, uh, march that they put on. I think they put a march on last year, last January, 2017. And now they just uh, did a second one. And it was beautiful. It was wonderful. Men were out there, too. They were marching for, and a lot of them was out there marching against Trump. What can we say? I mean, uh, he doesn't, apparently, it, it is, uh, I can probably say it's it's concrete that he doesn't like testing him. It gets under his skin. And we've all, we've all known that uh, this guy has uh, uh thin skin or some kind of skin anyway uh basically they were marching and it was a beautiful i we were i was out there uh for a short time and uh, it was just beautiful to see all those photographs and 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 the people marching women uh uh standing up for themselves not uh to a sexual predator they feel this in the white house and uh, it was just beautiful and i'm pretty sure that there's going to be a third march uh uh, if Trump can get through his second year, that's a big if because there's so much, so much um, um, not on his plate, but hanging over his head, you know. So, but anyway, the Women's March was a, a great thing. If you was on Facebook, you saw all kind of photographs and pictures of women holding signs, uh, and some of them weren't very nice to Trump. So, and you, the men was out there supporting the women. The women were out there, you know. Uh, saying that they're not sex objects, you know, and it was beautiful. It, it was a million strong in every city, every town. Women were protesting against Donald Trump presidency. There is no doubt about it. If he want to, if he wants to, uh, put his say that that didn't happen. But you know what? Um, I wanted to say something. When are the men going to have a men march? Uh, we know that men have been beaten up like, I mean, they have been shredded by women. There's no doubt about it. And we need men to come out and stand up and do a men's march. Give me a break. Uh, yeah, men march. Get out there, men. Get, uh, you know, find something, find some a need or something. Find something to say, something that you can uh, grasp. Um, onto and get up on those pedestals like those women, like uh, uh, Viola Davis, you know, um, 
a lot of the actresses, you know, Viola Davis, uh, uh, what's the other girl's name? She's always speaking at these marches, and she's very, very, very uh, astute. Uh, Charlotte, Charlotte Johansson. Yeah, and even I think, uh, and I think um, another woman, another actress, uh, Ashley Judd, and a, a whole host of women were speaking. Men, you have to find your voice, man. The women are beating you up. You are looking weak. You are looking as if you don't have any balls that you really do have, but not the balls that you need to have to get out here. You've been beaten to a pulp. Get out here and take a stand and say, hey, wow, we're not all sexual predators. We're not all, you know, domestic abuse uh, predators. We're not all that. There are some, you know, men, and some of the blame that men are taking, they deserve. You know, but, you know, you have to, I think men have to get out here and just do their own marches you know, around just like the women. The women are leading the way. It's time for the men to follow after. There should be a men march for 2019. You know, I mean, men get out there and do your thing. A lot of women are rooting for you. A lot of women want this to happen. Believe me, I've talked to a few. They <laughs> they want this to happen. I've talked to a few, and and even on social media, women want this to happen. They and a lot of women are are saying that you two, that men are too, uh, uh, as I've said before, too weak. They don't have any balls. But show the women that you do. Get out here and start marching. Take up for yourself. Take up for your uh, gender. You know, uh, they are they're doing it. The women out here, the women out out here marching, saying they want to take over the country. It should be more women in, in, in running for public office. You have to find your you you have to find your niche. You have to find what you want to say. You have to define it and get out here and march. You know, uh, there's leaders among men. Pick a few leaders out there who are going to stand up on that podium, and and uh, salute men. The women have done it, and they've done a great job. It's time for men to uh you know grow a pair, start marching. There's nothing wrong with that. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Show the women that, hey, wow, that you support them by, you know, giving a, a men's march. I'm going to be a touting neck for a long time, and I don't mind if people steal my idea. Go ahead. As long as you put it into some kind of, uh, uh, as long as you put it to work, put it that way. I was looking for a big word, but work would be fine. <laughs> as long as you can put it uh, in, into action. You know, don't just sit there and talk, man. You need to do something. You're being battered. You're being beaten. You're being uh, looked upon as being disgusted by some of these women that are accusing you of maybe of some of the things you you actually didn't do. You have to go out there and take up for yourself. Talk for yourself. Do things. It's a great world out there, man. Men have to take the charge, you know. You want women to carry the ban the uh, the um, the banister. I mean, you want women to carry the mantle. As I'm trying to say, they will, and they will be successful at it. All right, you've been listening to the George Jones Show. We got about let's see, six more minutes left into the show, and and I'm really adamant about that. Trying to get men 
to, to March next year alongside the women, if that's possible, a march long alongside the women. That would be so great. All right, you've been listening to the George Walter Jr. Show on Block Talk Radio. It's been a fun day, folks. I am, <laughs> this has been a great show, and I just love it when it's, when it's a great show, even though I'm a little bit under the weather because I'm not as passionate as I am in some other shows. You know, Sometimes you have to stay a little calm because getting all, getting too excited can really, really cause your heart to beat faster. And sometimes that, all righty. Um, okay, let's see what we got here. We got about six more minutes left into the show. And that's so, and I, and folks, I hope you join me every day. The show is on from uh, Monday through Thursday, Monday through Thursday from six o'clock to seven thirty. sometimes eight o'clock depends on what's going on. And, um, We've been here for, um, well, I've been here for um, since, I believe, uh, 2012, 2013 or something like that. And anyway, it's been a long time. It's been a long ride. And I'm looking to even uh, hoping to uh, go into 2018, 2019, 2020, as long as I can do this. You know, but nothing's forever, right? Nothing is forever. So... Uh, follow me on Facebook, follow me all over the place, uh, not physically, but, you know, not literally. Uh, however, I'm saying in a, you know, uh, you know, everybody has websites and I think everybody should have a website. I mean, uh, I, and also I think everybody should probably have a, uh, web presence, some, uh, you know, be on the internet, even if you just have a website, you know, um, have a web presence because sometimes having a web presence can get you a job. Not having a web presence presence can cost you a job because a lot of a lot of these applications that you, job applications, employment applications, if they still call them that, um, the first thing they're asking you sometimes is your web address or your email. So it's good to have a web presence and an email because especially if you're looking for a job because nowadays they expect you to have it. A web address is just like <laughs> it could be just like your actual home address but it'll be it's called a um web address. Some people call it something else but that's them I call it web address. So um try to get some sort of web presence. Be on the internet. That's that's really really important because that's that's the sign of the times. That's that's where we are today. Uh, so that that should be a good thing. You see how I just go from one subject to the next, you know, because I'm having the fun, I'm having a good time at it. And um, A B C D. Okay, I'm doing clips. So yeah, uh, get yourself a web presence and uh, get on the internet, you know, and follow me. Follow George Wilder Jr. Make sure you go check out my books, stories, and all this that kind of thing. It's on Amazon, George Wilder Jr. That should be easy. Or you can come by here, Block Talk Radio, and there is a link to all of my books, all of my work on Amazon, and it's some good stuff. <laughs> I have uh, gotten a lot of uh, um, positive uh, feedback from a lot of the stuff up there that I do. I'm a writer, as you probably know. And... Um, same with you. If you want to write a book, write a book. You know, do something that you love. Write it. If you want to play an instrument, play an instrument. You know, if you want to be a radio host, be a radio host. You can be anything you want, but just do something. 
it's all about doing something. You want to you want to open up a pizza shop, open up a pizza shop. You know, if you want to work for the post office, go work for the post office. You want to be an executive, be an executive. You want to go into business for yourself, go into business for yourself. Open up that barbershop, open up that salon, fixing hair. You can do anything you want to do in life. The only thing that's going to hold you back is yourself. Is yourself. As I've said a thousand times, do not let negative voices hold you back. Do not let negative people hold you back. Do not let the lack of support hold you back from living your dream. Good. Have a great evening, everybody. Thank you.